This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Corson, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And we got a two-parter, two-parter episode this week. We got the Women Tell All, and then we're going to recap the episode as well. Um, But before we get into that, man, let's uh, chat about what we got coming up and what we've, we've been up to. What did we do last week? It's all blending together. Chicago, honestly. Chicago, Bourbon Street, Chicago, baby. We were out in Chicago. Always a blast going out to Chicago. Bourbon Street always shows out for us, man. It's a, uh, it is a good time out there. Got to see Bukowski, um, Josh, uh, all our buddies out in Chicago. So yeah, Mari, fun Kenny. Time. Yep. Great so, time. Fun, fun, fun time as usual. Um, also, before we move on, I, cause I don't, I didn't even know this until this week. Uh, Want to give condolences to Tia for the loss of her father. Yeah. Absolutely. She's, she's, a, she's a special guest, uh, you know, good friend of us and good friend of the show and just an amazing human being. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know her, you know, her dad has been sick for a little while, um, but that doesn't make it any easier, you know? And so um, thoughts out to Tia. Um, you know, she's Love a strong you. one. She's got an incredible family around her. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, it's hard though never easy so no um, thinking of her uh and yeah any other bachelor news really i'm, I'm sure there is um i feel like there hasn't I, been I don't any big know. i'm the last person to ask about uh, that. i feel like I you're low-key like... the first person i feel like you know just as much as me Sometimes. i feel like you kind of know <laughs> you follow all the same accounts as i do but i don't think there really was anything this week actually pretty boring week which is all honestly, kind of a nice thing. happy birthday to kelly um oh yeah Kelly Bang and Happy uh, yeah. uh I saw you know there's been like a lot of oh I mean I just saw a lot of the guys were out or a lot of the people were out doing family feud. Oh that's right. Um which is cool. I did that. I did that a couple of years ago. Except I'm pissed we couldn't post about it. They were posting like crazy about it. So we yeah. couldn't post about it until it aired. We had to wait like six months. Mm-hmm. Um but the family feud is a blast, and those were fun. Like we actually went against on my family feud, it was me, Jason, Wells, Wills. And there's one more, but oh my god, honestly, that's gonna piss somebody off. Whoever it is, yeah, right. <laughs> they it probably is. don't listen. So, yeah, can't remember who was it, Garrett? Fuck, honestly, I can't remember. That's bad. Wills, I haven't heard yeah, that Wills, name in a long time. Wills, yep. Um, but we went against Victoria's Secret models, like the Victoria's Secret models, like the top Victoria's Secret models, and they whooped our ass. So much so they had the they now currently have the all time high score in Family Feud unless somebody's beaten them since I don't know what? but at the time they had the yes the all time high score in Family Feud that like the speed at the end that speed round at the end yeah yeah they got the they highest score possible they got the highest score possible number ones every single time it was insane wow. to watch it was insane to watch um, even Steve Harvey was, was like rigged. what just happened <laughs> yeah Steve Harvey was like what just happened he was shook um, but this year. Looks like they went bachelor team versus bachelor team, which is pretty cool. Actually, well, it looks like couples, fun. right? Kind of, except Rodney was, was in there. Mike, yeah, I was like, who's the other single one for Rod? Like, who's on the other side of Rodney? Mike Johnson. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh. Mike Johnson, Rodney, and then it was like, yeah, Becca Thomas. But um, I thought I saw Mike's. What well, Mike, Mike's girl Eddie was out Martin. there though, right? Or is he have a girl? I don't even know. I don't even know. Was he? The was, uh, does the, it? the from the uh, the singing competition. 
No, 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 or no. She or no, didn't or he started a music her music video or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, say, I don't think they're dating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think because I thought they were they were tagged together in the stories over the weekend. I think, and I think it's also they were doing a bunch of bachelor photo shoots for like podcasts and stuff. Oh. So I think that had a lot to do with it too. Um, but yeah, it looked like fun. Family feud is a good time. Um, yeah, that'd be like a. That's like a bucket list show to go yeah, on. It would for sure. When I got asked, I was like, absolutely. It's it is it was really fun. And the cool part too, I don't many people don't know this probably, but the cool behind the scenes is during commercial breaks, um, Steve Harvey goes on like motivational speeches. And it's pretty cool. Like the the crowd will like ask questions and he'll answer the questions. And then it's like most of the time very motivational, inspiring. So it's pretty cool. Steve huh. Harvey's he's obviously a very inspirational person and everything. So interesting. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he's hilarious. He's a funny, yeah, he's a funny dude. dude. And he can be super serious at times too. So it was a cool experience for sure. I recommend it. <laughs> if you yeah. have a chance. Um, oh, so sh- shall we dive into? Well, let's get, let's first of all, before we do St. Patty's baby, Denver this weekend, guys. Oh, that's right. Um, yes. We got a big, the biggest part. One of the bigger parties of the year for sure in Denver. Um, so come on out. It's been three years, baby. Three years. Actually, I kind of low-key DJed the last one in 2020, but it didn't. You, you it were wasn't the COVID the, starter. Yeah, but it wasn't really even the big party because it was supposed to be thousands of people and it got cut down to like it, what, it was supposed to be the big party. Right. And it got I, cut they down weren't like even 400. supposed to throw that party, but they were like, screw it. We're still going to do something. No, they actually that's so funny because I asked Sean about that. I was like, why did they let you? They said that this is how literally nobody knew anything about COVID. They said, you can't have it outside. You have to move it inside. Yeah, so which like, now, was actually what the com- fuck yeah. does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, now looking back, that was like the dumbest thing they could have told us. I think everyone in that room got COVID <laughs> that night too. It was a it super was spreader like, for sure because nobody knew. Two days room, later, yeah, two days later, Post Malone had a concert at Pepsi Center. Remember that? Yeah, like, well, nobody re- knew yet. And if you remember Rebel Social, any of our Denver listeners, you can maybe put 250 people in this room there were yeah, we a crammed thousand people crammed up in that nah, room. Not that many, but they they it was said close like five was, i heard of 500 <laughs> i heard 500 people it was a it was terrible like for them to be like no don't have it outside but you can have it inside like looking back is like the dumbest thing we could have possibly i think done. i for sure caught covered that on Dude, everybody that i've one. talked to because in fact when i posted this poster everybody in my dms was like i got covered at that three years ago i'm like yeah because i remember like that first that a couple days after that event i couldn't like if you know me, I burn uh, eucalyptus oil. Like I, I have an addiction to it. I love a diffuser and eucalyptus mm-hmm. oil. I couldn't smell my diffuser and eucalyptus oil. And I was like, this isn't weird. My family caught and it And at too. that time, loss of taste and smell was not a symptom. It was just flu sim- flu-like symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, for, I think I for sure caught it that weekend. Yeah. So this is the first time since 2019 that we've actually had this giant party, thousands of people. I think we've sold close to over 1,500 tickets coming up on 2,000 tickets now. 2,000 tickets sold right now. Yeah. Up to 2,000. So it's going to be. Let's go. Yeah. It's going to be a huge party, guys. So we still got a week. So get out there, buy your tickets. Um, We're going to go hard. I got a fun set I've been working Uh, on already. And if, if you are in Denver, we'll probably do a giveaway. We'll give away some tickets on the podcast page this week. Yep. So, well, uh, so if you're interested, um, comment, tag, all that fun stuff. Yep. And follow cool. Eddie Haskell. Haskell. <laughs> Eddie Haskell. Yeah. Except he doesn't post. <laughs> Slide in his DMs, ladies. Single. God, thanks for the help. I appreciate it. Oh, of course, man. And if you're just, in Virginia just Beach. Just hoping you guys will be too busy to take care of one and I'll be there. 
<laughs> I know you live off those followers of yours, like you know, like I do. So thought we'd help you. <laughs> yeah, I need some this for the wrong reasons. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, let's dive into it. Let's dive into it. We're going to start off with the Women Tell All guys, and we got a special guest, good friend of ours, Justin. Um, you guys might know him as Justin Takes the Batch on Instagram, but he's going to join us here for the Women Tell All. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I know it's so funny. No one knows my name is just Justin. I'm learning that uh, the hard way. It's like <laughs> I, I don't have an identity outside of The Bachelor, which Justin I guess takes is- the batch. Yeah, which, you know, it is what it is. It's actually funny. Uh, I was at a bar last night and like I was walking in. It was super crowded. And I was like walking past this girl and she looks at me. And she goes, I know you from Instagram. And she was awesome. very, very intoxicated. And I was like, oh, thanks. Bye. Uh, get me out of here. Like, but yeah, it was a good That's drunken great. moment. Yeah, could be worse, you know. Yeah, it so. absolutely. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, but I'm excited you're here, man, because we got a lot to talk about this one to all. This one to all was a fucking train wreck. Um, but I'm excited you're here to talk about it with us and try and break down uh, everything that yeah, you won't, you'll be able to say everything that we cannot say. So. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, this 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 <laughs> this woman to law was like the most violence I've ever seen, and I'm not like a, a housewife fan, but like this is what I imagine like all housewife oh. episodes are, um, which I, I I just I mean I don't know if I I went back and forth on whether I loved it or whether I was like wow this was way 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 too much, but ultimately I loved moments. it. Yeah, yeah, there were a couple moments where I was like whoa. Either relax or like, damn, they're coming. Like, there was a couple moments with Shanae. I was like, oh my god! Like, I felt almost, even though she's like pretty terrible. Like, I felt for her even in certain moments. I'm like, man, she's getting bombarded and pushed around. But um, yeah, let's get into it. So, so actually, I, I thought about this. This is, you, I mean, we know how big of a fan uh, of Jesse you are. We we all we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's actually your identity in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> yeah, I will say when I met Jesse, uh, I guess like a month ago, uh, yeah, that was the most response I've ever gotten out of anything, which is <laughs> so bizarre because I was like, I, I've never, I've never received so many DMs about um, me like randomly meeting him. And I, in my defense, like I don't even think I mentioned him that much, but I guess I did oops <laughs> i also think the coolest part of it all was just the randomness of it like you would just like a couple days before talk about how much you love jesse and all of a sudden you literally run into just him randomly the in the subway just yeah the i subway? mean just like leaving the subway um i won't say where but he lives like in that area so um yeah it's it's actually wild it really did feel like the universe was wanting us to meet and you know maybe we'll meet again so how, how yeah. long did you stand there <laughs> so i mean he was walking by like i mean legitimately the timing since was you knew, so insane since you knew where he lived you obviously stood there for a while <laughs> <laughs> well so no i i had a friend who used to live in that area and she was like he clearly lives in this area like he's here all the time i randomly walk past him a lot so it just like the timing was literally perfect and he was on the phone, so I really had to be pretty quick of like, 
okay, am I going to like straight up fucking follow this man or <laughs> am I just gonna like go about my my day and, you know, pick up my order? Um, and, it, but then like literally two seconds later, he got off the phone. So it was totally fine. Mm. Um, and I just, you know, ran across the street and uh, <laughs> met him photo. and yeah. So, and he's, I mean, he's seen my stuff before, so I didn't really right. know if he would know who I was or not. And he, fu- he fully didn't. And then I assume it clicked afterwards when he was like, oh, yeah, this guy. This guy. I keep getting tagged in his stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I tagged, him, I tagged him last week being like, oh, my gosh, I'm crying so much. Like, console me, Jesse. Um, <laughs> he, like, he, like, opened it and just, you know, went no. about his business. And <laughs> so oh, my I don't, God, that is funny. Yeah, so um, it's, but it's yeah, this fine. Is, so, yeah, and this is what I was saying. was This was Jesse's first, like, you know, like, Women to All, After Final Rose, and all of that. So, and I thought he did a good job. I thought he did a really good job. Um, Poor guy. What a first one, me. man. He's just, I felt so bad for him while throughout this train wreck of a fucking He tried show. to, like, talk over him a couple times, tell him to calm down. His, and, like, they, they panned to him. He's just like, what, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, he well, has really a, good facial yeah. expressions. He does. And that was the funniest part is literally like they did the recaps, the previews, right? The recaps of all the sh- season and like the certain big moments. And as soon as they go back to like the women sitting there, they instantly go in on Shanae, like instantly. And he's like, what the fuck? It's like, we just started, ladies. We have plenty of time. Um, and they're, yeah, still, I mean, they're still applauding when they see her get sent home. The crowd boo when they introduce her. Yeah. It's like, oh man, Shanae, man. Um so yeah, listen, we all knew Shanae was going to get a big, you know, the brunt of, of this women tell all, um, Cassidy too. Cassidy got a, a good portion of, of the women tell all. And then obviously, you know, Sarah and Serene, but does it start off is Cassidy the first one in the kind of the kind of get not in the hot seat, but like she gets like kind of the uh, interview, Claire. right? She gets, started off with Claire. You're right. It started off with Claire. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and she, she listen, still I, said she still owned yeah. it. She's like, yeah. He's she'd eat him alive. He's too soft for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I respect her. Mm-hmm. I feel like Claire was literally just brought in to be reintroduced for Paradise. I mean, <laughs> that that felt like the the full motive for me. But I mean, I really like Claire. Like, I want to be friends with Claire. Like, I want to go get drinks with her. So yeah, she's funny. Yeah, yeah I, I love that she left. And I mean. Multiple. I mean, she's not even the only woman who left night one, which is the funniest part of it all. Because it's like, that okay, is, yeah. there is actually two. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> so true. Yeah, and um, yeah, and like like I said, I think that is maybe one of the first girls in Bachelor history to literally like be like instantly not into the Bachelor. You know, they usually play it up a little. You got to respect her for that, right? She didn't fake it. She was like yeah. trying to stick around a couple nights. She was like, I'm fucking out. Like, we're not going to. And work. she openly <laughs> said, she's like, yeah, she's, fuck it. I just went and found the bar. So she was intoxicated. Yeah, yeah that. So she was, yeah. Answer yeah. that yeah. question. I, yeah. I mean, after going through the process of casting and, you know, I don't know what type of quarantine they did for this or whatever. I'm sure they didn't. But yeah, uh, I like, I, yeah, she should have absolutely just, you know, gotten a little sloshed because why not? Otherwise, you're sitting at the hotel. Yeah, no. I don't blame her or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it was like a cool little moment. And you're, you're actually, I never really thought about it. You're exactly right. Maybe they literally just, because I kind of forgot about her. I had completely forgot about Claire. So they introduced her for Paradise. That's a great point. Because she's definitely going to Paradise. Um, and then we get into Cassidy. And then we get into Cassidy. 
Um, oh man, even through all of this, like I'm still pretty team Cassidy on all of this, Same. man. I and I don't know Cass. if that's controversial. Yeah, like the fact. This is what I want to say. So, and the fact that they're slut shaming her, quote unquote. I don't know if they really slut shamed her, but like they're going at her for having right, like a a friend back home. She was fucking a, a fuck a buddy side uh, piece. Side <laughs> piece. The fact, what I find the most hypocrite, I'm going to get fucking into this. The most hypocritical thing I've ever seen is women telling her it's not okay to have a side piece on the side when they're dating a man who has 30 side pieces. <laughs> like, that is the most hypocritical thing I've ever heard on this show. Man. So, like, there's nothing wrong with having that, you know? And she's like, well, you came on a show to get engaged and you had somebody back home. Well, you came on a show to get engaged to a man who's dating your friend. Like, give me a break. Like, get off your high horse, you know? It just blew my mind. Blew my mind. So yeah, I think it's pretty common. Experience. Well, I think it's pretty common, like in general, like if when like you're serial dating or going on a lot of dates or like on the dating apps, like, yeah, you have your, you're doing all that, but you're also hooking up with people on the side. Like, you know, no one's, I, 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 I it's just, yeah, it's actually kind of ridiculous, yeah. but yeah. I mean, I, I do think some of the women I can't even remember specifically did have like valid points on certain things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall Cassidy, I just think that she's just like really fucking confident and, um, that's what it is. So, yeah, I think probably one of the best one-liners of the whole women tell all was her being like, well, it was good dick. I ain't going to get rid of good dick or something like that. I was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Cassidy. Literally Um, so on brand for her to say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She just like fucking, she was just like, fuck it. Um, and I will say, I think where the girls tried to like, talk about a little bit more than just the the boy back home or whatever was that she was very disrespectful to the other women. And like, she was just so overconfident in them, which I, I do get that portion of it. Like if you want to get on her for being like disrespectful to other women, fine. But the whole side piece back home thing is like not a big deal in my opinion. So. Yeah. And, and I think the, I, I still think we're missing something from the whole Cassidy situation too. Like we didn't actually see Clayton send her home. So I, I personally feel like we're we're missing context there with yeah. Cassidy. Um, I just I don't fully know what it is though. To be honest, that's just a theory yeah. I have. Well, and, and it almost like hopefully there's something else because otherwise it doesn't really add up, right? Like I feel like there has to be something else. Because otherwise, I feel like they might have over or over. I don't know, like yeah, over exaggerated a little bit. So yeah, right, we'll see. She'll have her what time. What is production hiding from us? Exactly. Exactly. But that's another girl who we will see in Paradise. Cassie, um, and I think she'll do well in Paradise. I really do. I think she'll do well in Paradise. I think she'll be like a Demi-type character down in Paradise, like over the top, very sexual. I think she's going to be that. She's a little nicer than Demi, though. Yeah. I think she's going to be a little nicer. (laughs) Oh, that's actually, that reminds me of a great point. She even said, she's like, you can, can come at me for whatever, but like, she's like, I never talked shit about one of you girls. She was like, I never said anything mm-hmm. bad about one of you girls. And that is actually is a very big point. Cause like Demi does. Um, so that is a good point. Is like, she, she might play that. Like, <laughs> I think she might play that sex sexual character in paradise, but you're right. Like as far as like the relationship with the other women, I think are a little bit better, but yeah, we'll she's, she's going to use the boom, boom room. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she's going to fucking will. tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That... Yeah. That girl fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good. She admits it, so it's fine. Oh, she does. Um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She owns it. Girls got to eat too. Shit. <laughs> Amen. Oh um, my god. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were gonna have Justin 
say those things. <laughs> oh, my Honestly, bad. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I mean, Justin just makes me feel comfortable, so I can get vulnerable, right? That's what it is. It's, it's very on brand for me to to say these things. Yeah, I I probably it, it would obviously be more on brand if I was here during like a men tell all, but you know you can't win them all. <laughs> okay, we're gonna remember that uh, for the next men tell all. So next is is it Shanae next? Is Shanae next? Is that kind of yeah, Ashley then Shanae? Yeah. They last like 30 minutes up there on that hot seat, man. So what do you, before even this started, Justin, what was like your take on Shanae? Like before even the women tell all, like what, what was your take on her throughout the season? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. I, I do just feel like she was playing a character. I feel like she got super, super comfortable. I feel like, I mean, they even said it on the tell all kind of confirming this, that she was like, you know, spending a lot of time alone. So I, I just feel like she got super comfortable with production. She got super comfortable saying like some crazy shit. And yeah, she, she definitely, to me, it felt like very much like a, a facade. Uh, and I didn't really know what to make of it. I mean, obviously uh, what happens with Elizabeth and her, you know, making fun of her ADHD was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, please stop talking. But I, I think everything mm-hmm. other than that just felt like a, a character. Like, it didn't yeah. actually feel um, real. I feel like she just kind of knew. She, I, I don't think she knew her place at first. But then maybe, like, once she started kind of getting into the motions, like, after Cassidy left, it felt like she just knew her role. And she was just like, I'm going to give you this character and, and make it work. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you mentioned, or yeah. not funny, but you you brought up the ADHD HD thing. They didn't address this at all on the tell all tonight. Did you notice I'm that? Shocked. Yeah. yeah. Same. It they, felt, they... Oh, I was just gonna say that I felt I felt like she it was not brought up because they wanted us to feel a little bit bad for Shanae, so they'd have enough leg room to bring Shanae back for Paradise. Like I feel like this was kind of them easing the blow a little bit to be to you know make us forget because we've had to deal with every other thing now uh and you know i guess i guess clayton's a new villain now so <laughs> interesting yeah yeah interesting yeah because i that's actually a great point to think about because i i definitely think they did talk about it i definitely think they did but it was not aired and i think you're right i think it was edited out maybe so that we can <laughs> They want us to forget about it. They do. They want us to forget that she did that so that she can be a big figure in paradise. And she's going to be, she's going to be in paradise. Um, as much as people don't want her to, we had this whole fucking, like people were signing things to try and get her not to be on paradise. She's going to be there guys. She will be there and she's gonna be a huge character. Um, I guess what shocked me the most about, she's going to be the dummy down there. She's way worse than Demi, though. She's gonna, she's gonna be the Shanae. She's gonna be the first and only, oh, only Shanae. But um, you talked about production. I got like whoever producer, whatever producer was working with her deserves a motherfucking raise because they had her doing things and saying things that I have never seen another contestant say or do just openly. And so going into this, I thought there was gonna be some apologies. I thought she was at least gonna be like. Some of the things I said I shouldn't have, and I was in the environment, and you know, it got the best of me. But she didn't, man. She was like, "I am not sorry about anything." Like it's crazy. It was crazy to watch her just like not own up to anything and just 
or even like double down almost. She like doubled down mm-hmm. on most of the things she said. And it was wild to see. And she got some of these girls worked up, man. She got <laughs> these girls worked up. I, oh, yeah, I mean, there were some <laughs> girls we hadn't heard from all year. Hunter did like Jill. I can't remember the one who was wearing the white dress that took a shot at Clayton at the end of the episode. Like, yeah. Shot her oh, like, yeah. Where were like, who were these girls? And there's always that. Listen, at my reunion, there was like for paradise, like Annalise piped up and on uh, Yaka piped up. Like there's always these people who try and get some screen time by saying some ridiculous things. So, but I also think that goes to show that like Snape pissed off everybody, man. <laughs> like it's not like a couple people didn't like her. Like she was hated by everybody, man. And um, I feel like Sierra were... was like hosting the show tonight. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Sierra's just been letting that fester inside of her oh, waiting man. for this moment to just explode, man. She was so angry and like, she called her a bitch multiple times. Yeah, um, it was, yeah you won't like, say a bitch to my face, but you're a bitch. Like, yeah, what? but you're a little bitch or something. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And like, listen, it, it, I understand you're angry, you're emotional in the moment, but man, it's not. It's still not a good look to do what they did. Like, I don't think Sierra came out of this looking good. I don't think Genevieve came out of this looking good. I don't think Shanae came out of this looking good. Like, at the end of the day, like, dude, Serene, she just sat there, yeah. Serene. Like, she was just very like. <laughs> Just very calm. Teddy too, right? Teddy didn't like, that's the way you look. And I understand you're angry and everything. And, but like, I just, I think Sierra and them went too hard. Like everybody knows Shanae sucks. Like you don't need to like do what they did. And like that way they made fun of her ass and said like, does she have a diaper on? I'm like, uh, I hated that. Dude, I thought that, that was, was so the worst thing. I was so disappointed that Genevieve said that. And even like the background noise in general, I thought was like, yeah. I thought was rude. It was disappointing to see. I mean, some of it I I uh, I love. I get it. I'm like, yes, come for her. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there were there were definitely some moments where I was like, okay, we could have taken this a step back. But on the other hand, we all know that you know everyone is putting everyone is being coached a little bit before this. Everyone yeah. is you know kind of auditioning for Paradise to a certain extent. Everyone yeah, like, yeah. wants that airtime. So. Part of me is like, uh, it was a lot, but then part of me is like, you know what? I hope you get your beach time. Like, yeah. get yeah. your bikinis ready. Yeah, and should they deserve some of it? I don't think the way people attack other people's physical, you know, attributes. I fucking hate that. And I think going back to your point of trying to gain a little sympathy for Shanae, they kept that in there. Not only did they keep that in there, but you could tell that usually somebody walks up to the hot seat. There's applause. They didn't <laughs> have that and made sure that they showed, uh, I think it was Sierra saying her ass looks terrible. And then having Genevieve be like, yeah, what are you wearing a diaper? Like they made sure that was in there to gain a little sympathy for Shanae because they want her in paradise, man. So, and I guarantee you there's going to be a Sierra Shanae showdown in paradise. Like that's going to be the thing in paradise. You know what I mean? So, and it could come uh, to blows, man. Sierra, I thought she was going to walk over and fucking clock her a couple times. It was brutal. Um, but yeah, Shanae gets actually up in the hot seat and, I mean, I think the biggest thing is like she, she just, like we said, didn't apologize, didn't own up in anything. I thought it was really interesting. They had Genevieve go up there too. I thought that was really yeah. interesting. I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. Um, I also thought it was interesting that Cassidy um, made her comments about it all. Um, Cause like, it was interesting cause Cassidy, was like, I would love to like have the hot seat and like be able to apologize. But I don't really know that Cassidy 
full on apologize. <laughs> so yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, it was like, oh, well, damn, like Cassidy is like even telling you to yeah. do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even when uh, when Cassidy, I think right before she got sent home, she was like when with the ADHD talk and like she didn't even that's where she lost having Shanae's back in the house as well. Yeah. If you remember true. back then. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of crazy. Like, and I think it, someone made a comment today. I don't know who did it, but like Cassidy kind of groomed, like Cassidy left, <laughs> groomed Shanae to be the like the oh. demon of the house. That was Kate. <laughs> oh, is that yeah. who said that? Yeah, Kate from the Oppenheim group. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Group. So wild. That was a funny moment. Yeah, that was funny because she was like, "The worst thing you did was yeah. groom Sinead to be <laughs> the devil." Or like that. Yeah, that was the worst thing you did. Um, Some of these lines are like so pre-planned. It's like, um, it's like, oh, like you like really had that in your back pocket. You're ready to go. And also, like while while we're on uh, with Genevieve up on the hot seat, uh, what does Sinead say? That she was grieving being sent home while Genevieve was banging Aaron Clancy. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. This girl. And Aaron, like, dude, Aaron's sitting at home, probably like, what the fuck, man? Like, how did I get brought into this? <laughs> oh, poor Aaron, man. Um, but I I <laughs> desperate attempt at grasping at straws, you know what I mean? Because I don't Genevieve the way she reacted, I don't think. She even said I didn't even kiss him, you know what I mean? Like she clearly I don't think she slept, actually slept with Aaron, you know what I mean? It was just Shanae's way of like trying to flip the script and it didn't Hold on, work I think we have Aaron about to join us. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see my face? Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Is that going to be the clip for Instagram? <laughs> yeah, it should be. We'll, we'll make one separate for that. Oh, that would have been, that would have been it. Maybe we'll get, well, he's under contract. Fuck. But I thought it was just, just stupid, man. But now, now going into paradise, 100% what the storyline is going to be Shanae, Aaron, and Genevieve. And I hope it's a love triangle. Oh, oh my God, man. I was it's thinking so about great. that, actually, because I was like, I feel like Aaron will be back. I don't know why, but yeah, like, yeah. I feel like he's going to go in for round two. I mean, yeah. So Yeah, I think he'll be back, too. I do. Um, I forgot he was even in this paradise. That's right. Him and what's his name? James. Uh, James. Yeah, bro- oh, that's right. Bro roomies. Yeah. Bro yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I, listen again. I, I don't know what I'll say about Shanae because like she just, and I don't say that often, man. I hate, <laughs> I try to give people grace on this show, but man, she's going to be in paradise. So no matter what you guys think about her or how you feel about her, she's going to be in paradise. She's um, good TV. Yeah. Is, I mean, people love to hate Horrible somebody. Person, and, good TV. Yeah. And- people love to hate people. And ultimately, it's even hard to, like, talk about Shanae in general because, like, she didn't really give us a lot to work with, like, in terms of, like, this tell-all. Like, it's not like she she didn't apologize. She didn't really, like, say much. Like, she didn't – there are moments where she just stopped defending herself, too. So she pretty much just sat there. Yeah, just like Mm – Yeah, which that Mm -hmm. obviously could be an editing, again, for sympathy, but it was just like, oh, wow, like, we we are just past the point of no return on this. And I was—I will say the edit did give me a, little, a couple moments where I was like, "Ooh!" Like I did feel bad for Shanae a little bit. Like it worked a little bit, you know. There's a couple times I was like, "Okay, guys, we get it." Like you hate her, you know. Like a couple of those moments. You know who um, made a really good point tonight uh, addressing Shanae was Lindsay W. I think she uh, she had the comment: "If if the girls uh, were nice to you, we we're being fake, and then if we distanced ourselves from you, we we're being bullies." Yeah. 
Yeah. And it, I think she also said something to the effect. Yeah. She said something like, you don't want to be friends with any of us, but then when we don't want to be friends with you, we're like horrible people. Like it makes zero sense. You know what I mean? So, which actually is a great point, I think. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see Shanae again, but at least we got cat, right. We got the drama. We got Kathy and Shanae out of the way. And then we get up to Sarah. I'm still very confused. Eric, Eric, you don't think you think Sarah or Sarah is fake to a degree. Like you think fake, right? <laughs> No, I think, I don't know. I think she's just in over her head a bit here and just kind of got wrapped up maybe in her own confidence or maybe what she thought in her own head was going on throughout the season. I think she's just, I don't never met her, but I think she's personally probably a very sweet, kind, genuine human being. Cause yeah. she seems so real and like very kind. And she doesn't no, like, I agree she doesn't like like confrontation and yeah I, I i don't know really how to put what i think of, about her but I, I i do like her i think she just fell apart a little bit do you think she got caught episodes. up a, a little bit in her like web of you know you like make a lie and then you have to like continue to like yeah it's, yeah, it's like you're making like something up in your lies. head and then you're believing it yeah. until it yeah. cut, but it's and i don't know why this whole thing with the whole crying thing was such, oh, a, such fucking, a big deal big thing on big the deal. show tonight yeah i don't either that what, was do, my, what do you think about that yeah that was my big qualm is that it's like okay so were there other uh lies or was it just solely the crying thing because i mean i <laughs> it did feel very clear that she did lie about that um towards the end for me personally but yeah i honestly i'm not sure what to think of sarah because she does seem she does have a lot of moments that seem so genuine like at the beginning when she's at, on the hot seat and she does start to kind of tear up a little bit like i thought that was genuine that looked real to me but then later when she's trying to flip the script with clayton mm -hmm. i thought that was a little bullshit. i was really confused at like what angle she was trying to relay and then also she's been posting you know i mean <laughs> this was actually really funny the day she got her phone back from filming you know she posted a selfie being like oh my gosh i just realized i haven't you know been on here it's like oh, first of all first off but then you know she was like i'm excited to like set the record straight or something like that and i was like well i don't know that we set the record straight like uh, and i i felt like she had a really good hot seat like i was like oh i'm optimistic that sarah is going to come you know, uh, out of this uh, looking good. And then we we lost that when Clayton came out and, you know, said what he said. So I, yeah. I just don't know what to make of Sarah, but I'm sure she's so nice, but I yeah. she definitely messed up somewhere along the line. So I'm the same way because at first I was all team Sarah and I, I'm, I think I'm still leaning more towards Sarah, but it's come, I've come around to where it's like, I don't know how to feel about her because First of all, the crying thing is not a big deal. Like, I don't know why that was literally five minutes of the show tonight. Was ending like, well, you said he cried, and she's like, yeah, he teared up. She's like, well, you said, and I was like, God. So I, I don't know why. I think that was just the one thing that they like harp on because they know she lied. But maybe they were like, they could prove she lied. But maybe there were other times she did. I don't know. And then obviously, you know, Clayton comes out and says he didn't cry at any point, and very weird like she's just still didn't really say like i don't know you're right i don't know how to feel about sarah either you know i think she's a sweet human and i think she'll be a catch in paradise too but same time like i don't i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see her edit in paradise and because the girls seem to still like her right i think the girls still like her to a degree 
it know, felt that way. Yeah. Seems like I, it's like 50 50. Yeah. Maybe almost. But but even Teddy seems like I mean she seemed to have the most experience with it. But even like her, like talking to her felt it felt like pretty cordial, honestly. Yeah, overall. Agreed. So yeah. I don't I don't think Sarah's gonna do paradise. Like I kind of feel really I don't know. I don't I don't know that I see her wanting to do that because she seems really upset about everything. And I just I don't know. She does seem sensitive. She seems a little sensitive. Um, and she's young, right? She's 23, right? Yeah, she's so young. That is so young. Wow. So, I mean, I, I think she will, but I'm maybe not. Maybe not. Are there are not many girls to choose from, I feel like. So, pretty much just the season, because all of all of uh, Matt's girls were on last season. So, we'll yeah. see. But, um, I'm, you're right. I don't know how to feel about Sarah, so I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, but I do know how to feel about Serene. I freaking love her. Um, she's next up on the uh, the hot seat, and I, I first of all, like her name is exactly what it should be. Like she's just she seems calm all the time and very just like peaceful and serene. Like it's just crazy to watch. Um, she carries herself very well. Um, she's very articulate, and. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't. I haven't heard a bad word said about her from any of the girls. Obviously, from Clayton, nothing. Like, I think she is going to be even more than maybe like one of these other final three. Like, I think she might be the girl to kind of see down in paradise. I think guys are gonna be excited about her. Yeah, I completely agree. I think she's going to be a like major paradise catch. Um, I was also thinking Eliza would do really well in paradise, but we really didn't see her at all this tell-all like she was there um Mm -hmm. but like we just didn't see her so so like i i feel like it i was debating between which one of them was going to be like the it girl of paradise and i really do think it's going to be serene yeah i think think we we just skipped ahead a little bit uh i think we skipped teddy's hot seat i think teddy will be a catch in paradise i like teddy a lot I think she will too, but I don't know. I I feel like Serene, I don't know. Part of me just feels like Serene is like the new well, Hannah or um, Tasha, maybe even. Like Yeah. I, I agree. I think I think people be a little bit more like I love don't get me wrong, I love Teddy, but to me, and this has nothing to do with like I feel like Teddy gives off a little bit more friend vibes and I think she's gonna make a lot of friends down there, but I think Serene is gonna be the girl the guy the girl that all the guys like are trying today you know and i think she's gonna walk out of there a big deal but i do love teddy don't get me wrong but you know who serene kind of reminds me of is serena joe's yeah. girl quite yeah. a bit mm-hmm. quiet and very articulate mm-hmm. um when she talks she like talks and me you know it's has substance um and like i said the way that she just like sat there while all that was going on was like i'm you know she's almost like too big she's bigger than her and teddy i feel like are just too big for that kind of stuff. Like, it's just like, you know, you guys do you. Um, but yeah, Teddy, Teddy had a great hot seat too. Um, she got very emotional talking about kind of Clayton and, and her like exit, if you will. And like, her talking about how actually, honestly, in a weird way, it was actually kind of a bachelorette hot seat. I don't think she's going to be the bachelorette, but it was like a, a feel of a bachelorette hot seat at times for sure. And we, yeah. and we uh, came to find out that uh, Clayton's brother, maybe it was oh, yeah. Nate slid in the DMS. Yeah. I can so see wild. Nate doing that. <laughs> we, were just, we, we, we just hung out we with Nate, Nate a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, 
He's oh a good looking guy. The girls love him. The yeah. girls do love him. And he him loves the ladies as well. He loves he's he uh, he, I'm not shocked he slid in the DM. We'll just say no. that. Um but he's I'm a good he's a good looking he dude. slid into hers though. Like that's kind of interesting. Well, especially because he was first she was first impression rose. So like it's not like he slid into a <laughs> random contestant. Like he slid into someone who his brother had a genuine connection with. <laughs> so that's a funny moment. And I hope he posts and I hope he's running with this because He's also a really funny guy. We, yeah, yeah, he's he a good dude. Came out to my set. Came out to my set in Scottsdale, and and yeah, he's he's good looking. He's he's jacked. He's cunt. He's like he's ripped. Um. So yeah, I'm not, not I'm not shocked. Not me looking at his Instagram right this yeah, very moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he also only has nine posts though. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, why? We should make a why, post tomorrow. <laughs> only one of them is shirtless too. He's missing out on target audiences now. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so, listen, Teddy's, a good, yeah, great. I don't think she's Bachelorette, even though it's like a Bachelorette moment. I don't think she's going to be the Bachelorette. But, um, again, nobody has a bad word to say about Teddy. Everybody loves Teddy. Everybody loves Serene. Um, we get Clayton. Clayton comes to the hot seat. What we all have been waiting for. I'll be honest, I a little bit tamer than I thought. I thought they were going to fucking come at him and roast him. And there were a couple moments with a couple of the girls that came at him, but I thought it was going to be worse after what I had heard and everything. Um, but I thought he handled it well. He was, he put his tail between his legs a little bit and said, um, no, I made some mistakes. I shouldn't have believed certain people and staring at Shanae. Um, what, what is your take on like the girls getting mad at him for not sending Shanae home earlier? Like what's your take on that? Well, okay, so to what you said earlier, or just now, I agree. I also heard that this tell-all was going to be, like, really bad for Clayton. And so I feel like they edited that way, way down, which is why we have yeah, that soundbite of, like, yeah, Marlena being like, I thought you did a good job, all things considered, because obviously that was out of the blue. Like, there was zero context yeah. there, um, which, like, you know, is, is a choice on editing. Um I, like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, like I said, a lot of these women are, like, auditioning to a certain extent. And so I don't really think that some of the women, like, coming for Clayton, like, really believe that he did anything wrong. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I I thought it was, like, shoulder shrug. I don't know. I mean, Clayton yeah. has such a good moment with Serene and that was really my big takeaway out of him being on stage the whole time. Um oh wait, you asked about Sinead, didn't you? No, no, no. I was just oh, okay. talking about Clayton and like, yeah, how just how like the women reacted to yeah, I guess reacted to Clayton not sending Sinead home earlier. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I mean I I think Lindsay's point about like I wish you would just like tell us that you were attracted to her and you had like a good connection. I think that was like, I mean, that really is like all he could have said. I do think in the context of everything, it does seem premature that he released that apology statement. Now, like in the moment I liked it now in hindsight, I'm like, meh, maybe you should have waited. I'm shocked that Lindsay didn't bring that up. Like I'm sure she did, but I'm shocked it wasn't shown. I'm shocked they let him do that. Maybe they didn't. Maybe he did that. He went <laughs> fucking rebel on him and, and posted that. But yeah, I, I even at the time it was posted, I told her, we, we talked about it and I was like, I think that was a terrible choice. Like, I don't know why he put that letter out. Um, 
But I also liked the moment of like they were talking about that. And I can't remember who, maybe it was Melina. I can't remember. Or maybe Sierra. They were like, listen, we've all dated toxic people before. Like we're all guilty of like going back to a toxic person. We've all done it. I've done it. So like in that sense, I get it. You can't necessarily blame Clayton. Um, but everything in this environment is just exponentially, you know, bigger and everything. And so I, I don't, I don't blame him for keeping around as long as he did. I don't personally, uh, but the girls, clearly a few of them do. So it is what it is. But I thought Clayton handled himself pretty well in the hot seat for the most part. Like you said, like not much like shoulder shrug, like not much he could do a good moment with Serene. The moment with Serene was really good. Um, yeah, all in all, it was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, he, he honestly came out of this looking pretty decent. Um, I mean, my biggest critique is that I wish he had gotten a haircut beforehand, but that's <laughs> honestly really it. I don't know what it is with leads, like, you know, leaving the show and being like, I'm going to, you know, not put more effort into my appearance. Like, you're still The Bachelor. <laughs> so shitty. <laughs> now that I think about it. So we had Clayton, then we had Matt James grow his fucking beard out. And yeah. then we, I forgot Colton had like some weird new haircut and the internet was going nuts about his haircut at that. Um, and I think, I think Clayton, or women tell all. I'm sorry. Uh, Colton had the mustache going. Yeah. Like, something oh, like that. Oh yeah. Hmm. Just everybody loses it while the show's airing. You know what I mean? Everybody's just like, yeah. it's so hard on them. Um, you know what? Actually, when we... and then you have Ben Higgins, who's never had an ounce of fashion in his life. <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, there's not much difference there. Yeah. No, he hasn't changed at all. <laughs> Moving yeah. forward, we should just assume that when this happens and the men like have these like, you know, weird moments of choices in terms of like how they're taking care of themselves, we should just automatically assume it's a cry for help, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like that like, just needs okay? to be the rule of thumb. Are you forward. okay? That's great. Um yeah, I mean like Alyssa Clayton, I think you're right. Clayton came out of this looking pretty good, right? He looked pretty good. Um I think they might have edited some stuff out. The girls roasting him a little bit. Um, but for the most part, he put his tail between his legs. He took the the punches. He apologized. He 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 did what he was supposed to do. What he should do, I should say, he did what he should do. Um, the one the one thing too is when who was it? Was it Sierra saying like I've heard kind of how it ended? Yeah. And we yeah, yeah it's, it's a big <laughs> cliffhanger for the next night. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, like, and then even what Teddy said about like I'm. Because, well, Sierra makes makes a, the comment about, like, why would you do that to these women? Like, what do they do to deserve that? Which, I mean, there's, how do you answer that first off? And then yeah. Teddy is like, I mean, I hope that you're okay. Like, I kind of have information that other people don't. But, like, I just hope that you're okay. And, like, <laughs> looking Clayton's eyes, I mean, if you don't He's go like, back yeah. for this man after that, like, I don't know that you ever will. <laughs> like, he just looks so broken in that moment. It's yeah, actually really said, sad. Like, yeah, he said like I'm okay, but in his eyes he's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I felt like watching. Yeah. So it's um it's gonna be I tell you what that final episode and the after the final rose are gonna be musty TV in my opinion. It's gonna be musty TV because yeah, I, I think he has a lot of explaining to do, but I, and I think some of the girls have a lot of explaining to do too. So it's gonna be super interesting. Um, the preview looks wild. Just everybody going in on Clayton. I just feel for Clayton at this point, man. I just feel his dad going in on him, Gabby going in on him, Rachel Grant. He made some mistakes, I think, coming into this last couple episodes. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. it's this is like and it's just it's also just so much bachelor, like, oh my gosh, like two episodes this week, another two next week. Like, wow, I I can't believe- 
we have so much to cover still. Like I, it's kind of um, just crazy. I can't believe we have two more next week too. I thought, I thought it was going to be like, usually like an hour finale hour after the final rose. We got fucking four hours, man. <laughs> four more hours of this. I love how the show is like, we don't know how it ends. We don't know how it ends, but we're going to take two nights to talk about it. Like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> calm down over there, Robert Mills. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to watch it, man. I'm going to watch all four hours, every minute of it. Uh, I have to. Yeah, I am. Well, even if not, even if we didn't have a spot, I think I might because I'm super interested. But what's your prediction, yeah. Justin? What's your prediction going into the final? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase it. I mean, he, I think like, you know, uh, oh gosh, I don't even know. I, so many options. And I guess I, I have, well. Well, there's three. <laughs> well, right. But like, there are just so many like outside of the norm options. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, I genuinely don't know. I feel like it could go so many ways. Um, and part of me thinks that he is happily with someone. And then part of me thinks that <laughs> he is just alone. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm genuinely not sure like which, path to take uh and i've been thinking about it a lot but yeah i'm i'm not sure and i think my my mind is more focused on who is the next bachelorette because like to me i'm like okay what's gonna happen with clayton but more importantly like that decision will ultimately impact like who is so who do you think that is who do you think next bachelorette I don't, I don't know. I, I really <laughs> hope it's Gabby. I really want it to be Gabby though. Like it has to be Gabby. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's Susie, man. I think Susie's yeah, got it. Yeah, Susie. Yeah, Susie's I, got it in the bag. I don't know. I don't know. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah Susie's got um, it in the bag. So, does, so, guys, since you just said Gabby and we're both on, so does that mean Rachel wins? So, I, this is how, so I'll say my prediction. <laughs> my brain, Did I we just, just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say my prediction because I it, I honestly don't know the end. Like it has not been spoiled. Like nobody really knows the end. I think right now, in this moment, I think Clayton is single. I think Clayton is single right now. But I do think he leaves in a relationship, not an engagement. I think he leaves in a relationship with Rachel. But they are now broken up, and he is a single man, I believe. So oh, we'll interesting. See, okay. Yeah. Hmm. we'll see i just think the way teddy was like are you okay like i think there's no ways in a relationship but she's like are you okay like i feel like he's <laughs> yeah. fuck, right? you know like is your relationship so bad that you're like are you okay no like that man yeah. is single you know and there's the, her, the dramatic pause she had she's like uh i just want to know are you okay like, <laughs> yeah, the delivery like, was so a, like, oh uh, man, what's going on? If you're in a happy on? relationship, you don't ask, people don't ask you that. <laughs> so he's got to be single, man. He's got to be single. So. Oh, well, also, her the talking this all out, I'm like, wait, so Jesse Palmer doesn't know how it ends. Mike Fleiss doesn't know how it ends. Teddy, she fucking knows. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? <laughs> the, oh, the, real, the real liar in this franchise. That's great. <laughs> Okay. Oh, you do want to know oh, who how about, to, I was gonna say, you know how to rougher night than uh than Clayton was Jesse Palmer and his bloopers. Those were awesome. I gave the rubs to the wrong chick. What's her name? <laughs> yeah. I remember so I remember seeing I've seen that before. Like I'm I i did not watch this season, but I remember seeing that before because 
that has got to be the lead's worst fucking nightmare. Worst nightmare is to call the wrong girl up for a rose and then send her ass home. You know, like, oh, Psych. Man, so yeah, well, JK. I, think, I feel like what he actually ends up doing, and they didn't show this because I haven't, I haven't watched it either. But I've, I've, I feel like I've seen this or read this. But I think he like ends up letting her stay too, and so she basically gets like a sympathy oh. rose, which I don't know which is better. Do I mean, worry. yeah. She does accept the rose, like she does end up staying. But like, I guess the real question is, did she, did she make it through the next week after that? Yeah, exactly. Probably <laughs> did not. She make probably an impression not. to go home. Oh man, yeah. She probably uh, stayed and then didn't leave the house, and then uh, was just like, "Well, this is stupid," which it is. Yeah, uh, and then the, I didn't. I didn't even mention this. Didn't talk about this. Another reason I think Clayton single. I don't remember her name, but that one girl like shot her shot. She was like, if you're single, Kira. Like, yeah, yeah, Kira. She, like, shot her shot, man. I don't think she does that if he's with somebody. Ooh, that's but, a good point. I love that she yeah. did that. I was like, oh, no, me okay. Too. Me too. Shoot your <laughs> shot. I watched, you just got hotter and hotter every episode. <laughs> yeah, I make it more attractive. I was like, whoa. All right. I mean, that, I that is what production wanted. So I guess, you know, they achieved yeah. one goal. I respect it. So we shall see. We shall see. Um, dude, thanks for joining us. Always good to see you. Oh my um, gosh. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. We'll see you in real life yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll see you in a couple yeah. weeks. Out in New York. Out in New York. Plug That'll in. be a fun time. I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah. I'm, so. I will be, um, it'll be more exciting to think about when I'm less hungover. But yeah, it'll be a really good time. We're going to need one of those, uh, is it Titanic moments from you? (gasps) Oh my God. Just, yes. Which one of you wants to be my Jack? Or do you guys want to take turns being my Jack? (gasps) I said the answer. I knew exactly what it was. It's we're taking turns. So I know that you'll be DJing when I see you, Blake, but you'll obviously have to take a Blake, take a Blake, take a break and prioritize (laughs) that before everything else. You prioritize, prioritize you. I get it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs) So Uh, we'll we'll see you then, man. Appreciate you coming on. Of course. Thank you guys again for having me. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. All right, guys, let's talk about um, Fantasy Suites. Fantasy Suites. Um, this is, I hate doing talking in platitudes, man, but this might be the most dramatic Fantasy Suites episode I've seen, man, since I've started I mean, you watching say the that, show. Like, you make fun of me about how much I, I like know, fantasy. But I've never said it before. <laughs> I've never said the most dramatic Fantasy Suites because... And Whoa. platitudes, that was a big word. Platitudes, talking in platitudes. Um, yeah, man, a lot. This is a lot happening this episode. Honestly, the first half of the episode, very formulaic, right? Just very mm-hmm. normal, um, no surprises. Uh, we start off, first of all, I don't know. Actually, I do know when they started this. They started having these girls and, and guys, for that matter, live together in the fantasy suites on Pete's season. They started it with Maddie, <laughs> Hannah Ann, and uh, who was in there with Maddie? Hannah Ann and, and Victoria. It was Fuller. Yeah, Victoria Fuller. They started it with that. And I remember thinking it was evil as fuck, man. Like, I feel so bad for these women who have to sit there and like awkwardly talk about how well their sexcapades went the night before. <laughs> you know, it's like 
Yeah, they didn't do that for my season. And thank God, even though me and I think they probably because me and like Garrett, me and Garrett and Jason would have kind of just been like, eh. <laughs> I think it would have just been like nobody you cares. Wouldn't have been shook like Susie. Yeah, we would not have been shook. We would not have been shook. Um, of course, I was in my head, obviously, but like I never would have been like awkward with because Garrett is one of the funniest humans alive. So like he was just making the weirdest, like he'd probably make a fart noise or something weird. And then like it'd be <laughs> Jason like, would have been an overthinker. But Jason would have been. But Jason, that's the thing, though. Jason got sent home. So we would have known, you know what I mean? If he didn't come back to the whatever the room or the house or villa, whatever it is, we would have known. So maybe that's why maybe they had a feeling. Jason, I don't know. But yeah, these poor girls <laughs> stuck in the room talking about how awkwardly they're excited to have an overnight date with Clayton and have um, alone time without the cameras. Super awkward. And by the way, did, did Clayton get a 777 Dreamliner by to himself to Iceland? I don't like if it's so that's insane. Like, we they always blow, had a flight commercial. Yeah, I was like, did they just blow the whole budget for the two seasons of not <laughs> traveling on that plane? <laughs> And speaking of, Iceland looks amazing, but oh, it's cold as fuck, bro. They yeah. were there in November. That is true. Like, you know, like it looked freezing, man. But all of these dates, windy and cold and just looked yeah. brutal. And but, how about Jesse coming in and explaining how to put the P in the V? <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> Jesse did crack me up in that. Yeah. I mean, it's just awkward for everybody involved. You know what I mean? He's just like, I don't. Yeah. He was just like, it's a, it's a big and, like it's in a, the background this is a of that, big... Eddie, can we get pushing oh, P to play there? <laughs> pushing P. You might play that tonight, right? Or <laughs> I do not have that in my set. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just an awkward man. And Rachel gets the first one on one. And I want to talk about this a little bit. And I've talked about it in the past, but Clay, I don't Clayton does to a degree, I think, get a say in who the order, but I don't think they get a hundred percent say. And I don't yeah. think it's an accident that Susie. I was, was wondering the last this too, because obviously Rachel got the last uh, hometown, and now mm. she got the first um, fantasy or fantasy suite date. I don't know if that necessarily has anything that's interesting. I didn't notice that, but I had the but like third it, it's hometown. Like he was comfortable, and like while you were gone, when Elise filled in, um, we had that conversation. Like, where would you want to be in that rotation? first second or me third. personally yeah so obviously there's no they all suck but <laughs> yeah I, so i was last in my season and at first i was like oh i don't want to be last that's weird but then i started thinking it's better to be last you want to be the last thought in their mind right well not only that but imagine sleeping with somebody then sleeping with somebody else and then in getting engaged to the person you slept with first. So you're not the last person they slept. You know what I mean? Like, That's, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, what? Yeah. How weird would that be? Yeah. So let's say like this, for this example, Clayton sleeps with Rachel, sleeps with Gabby and Susie and then proposes to Rachel. So like, it's, it's a very weird yeah. thing, you know, like, I don't know what you'd rather be. Like, I don't think there's a right answer, but me personally, I think I'd want to be last. And I don't, like I said, I don't think it's an accident. That's yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to be first. I don't think second would be hard because I'm, like, oh, I'm in the middle. Yeah, second would be hard. But then you also get that thing of like, oh, you got sloppy seconds. You know what I mean? And like, I, I had I, people in my DM saying that. And I, I was wondering, watching this episode tonight, if they just wanted to break Susie. Yeah. And put her third because they knew it was going to happen. Like, I wonder if they just set her up for big time failure tonight. Yeah, I I think 
I think it's not an accident that Susie was last. I think obviously she had talked for a, multiple interviews about how if he has sex, she doesn't know what he's going to do or what she, if he has sex with somebody else, she doesn't know what she's going to do. If he says he loves somebody else, she don't know what she's going to do. This was not an accident, in my opinion, and why it sucks so much. And we'll get into the Susie date, but it sucks so much because this is an example of drama. They want to drama over a love story. In my opinion, mm-hmm. this is 100% the producers and production of the show being like, we don't care about a happy ending. We want drama. And it sucks because I think, unfortunately, Clayton and everybody is at, was at the end of that barrel. You know what I mean? I think they were like almost that relationship was sacrificed for TV. Um, but let's get into the Rachel date before we get into the Susie stuff. Uh, Rachel date. She's the first. Um, great date. Like, I don't, I, first of all, going inside a volcano is awesome. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool day portion of the date. Like, that's something literally only probably not many people have done. Like a handful. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, where are you going to? do that yeah, like, that's a very rare thing and i love how clean doing that specified. in illinois or, Den- or yeah. in colorado <laughs> and i love how clean specified like it's it's not an active volcano well no shit no yeah, shit you think? <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> like, i love how you uh, make sure duh. to tell us that <laughs> no shit you're not fucking playing lava like you're actually yeah, yeah. Lava. Lava. real life game of lava <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or floor is lava whatever yeah, exactly floor is lava <laughs> so but that was a really cool um and her him and Rachel just have, I do have a, you know, like we've been saying this for weeks, a great connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and they I had think a, at this know, point, whatever. he's terrified of her dad, too. Yeah, that was pretty funny when they talked about. If she wins this, it's <sighs> it's because of Tony. It's not because of her. <laughs> they had a, they did have a cool conversation about hometowns. And then he was like, no, I feel like they went real hard on me. And she's like, really? I didn't think they did. He's like, no, they, they went hard on me or whatever, you know. Um, that was funny. Uh the part this is why I, you can tell and listen no if this isn't a dig at clayton because he's not the first bachelor or the last or the first bachelorette or the last lead whatever you want to call it to be this but man you can tell that he's a he's being now i shouldn't say manipulative because he's working he's very much a produ- production he's just being pulled at everywhere well or he's playing he's a- along like he is I don't very say much puppet, doing. Yeah, I don't want to say the word. I almost said it, but I yeah, don't want to like, say puppet. But he's got he's a puppeteer bad. of producers that are just like. But the, yeah, and I could tell by the way he did this. I'm falling in love with you, Rachel, because he drew it out. He made it seem like it was going to be a bad thing. He was going to say, the, you know, he is playing the role how production wants him to play. And you can tell that he is not a script because, like I said, I've said a thousand times, not scripted. But I guarantee you the production was like, listen, you know, if you're going to say you're falling in love with her, like make it very dramatic you know and like you can tell he's trying to it's he's trying to please production man he's trying to please the producers in production i bet they love him for it and he's going to be on i think he's going to be in this basher franchise for a very long time because i think he did everything production asked him to everything so in the way you know it's like as somebody who's been on the show it's like watching it's like dude just tell her you're in love with her don't drag it out for fucking four minutes and be like oh, this is weighing on me and like you know i just I've been wanting to say it, but I'm just, you know, I don't know. It's been hard. And she's sitting there like, just fucking say it. Like, you know, I think after he says he's falling in love with like, she light, she's, I mean, she just, you know, she, she's, it's like, she lights up, you know what I mean? She's so yeah. excited, but then she's like, oh she my could God, breathe again. Some bad. you know what I mean? So like, um, but I do think he's genuinely in love with Rachel and all of the other girls, unfortunately. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, yeah. It's I mean, I tough. don't think this is an act. I don't think, I don't think so either. 
but I do think this is an example of production, him being like, I'm in love with all, or like I'm strong feelings for all three. And then being like, if you're in love with them, tell them. And that should have been a moment for him to be like, no, 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 I shouldn't. Like he, in my opinion, and I said this because Becca did it and I would have done this as a lead too. Everybody thinks I, and I, maybe I would have fallen in love with a bunch of girls on the show, but I would have saved that L word for my final rose. Um, he took a different approach to say the least. Um, he definitely, and he started the episode out being like, I'm not going to hold back anymore. Like, I feel like I've been kind of like holding back and I'm not going to do it anymore. And he sure didn't. He sure did not. No. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do genuinely think and he's I, in love. I with think Rachel. that, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but I think that's came back to bite him in the ass a little bit. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, him and Rachel decide to take the overnight, not a shocker. Um, seems like they have an incredible time. Um, Do you think they banged. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> estimate, <laughs> guesstimate. Um, considering he told everybody, <laughs> which I think is a first. It might be a first on camera. It might be, but they look like. I mean, she was. They were ecstatic in the morning. She's yelling from the balcony, "I love you!" You know, like yeah. a cute moment. And she feels very confident in their well, the walk of shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They feel very confident, or she feels very confident in their connection, obviously. Mm-hmm. I love how they kept going back, right, to Susie. They did this all the time. Su- go back to Susie and Gabby. And I wanted there. to ask you, because like, I people say they want you to explore uh, the options and whatever, whatever, and Gabby said that tonight, but I think Gabby's the first contestant that's ever really meant it. She's like, oh, I want him to go explore and choose all of his options. I just want to be chosen at the end. Like She See, said I, that with such confidence, though, like... I agree, though, and I said that in my season. I, and I think there you'd be surprised how many people I think do think that way. But honestly, I think it's the first time it's aired because it's not the sentiment they want. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. the casualness they want. They want the dramatics of Susie, and that's why she got so much airtime tonight. And I have thoughts on that because, like, yeah, you mentioned it. Like, did did Susie kind of get a bachelorette edit tonight? Like, so as far as like the mind frame that you should be in in fantasy, obviously, honestly, there's no right and wrong way like everybody looks at sex differently right like everybody looks at intimacy differently in relationship intimacy in relationships differently but in my opinion in my experience when i was going through my fantasy suites with becca i didn't necessarily want her to sleep with other people but i also wanted to make sure that she exhausted all possibilities and that if it was us at the end she didn't look back and be like what if you know what if i would have had that time with garrett then maybe he was the one so in my opinion, I had the same mind frame that Gabby has. Susie didn't. <laughs> Susie had the, um, you know, the mind frame of like, how can he sleep with somebody else if I'm in love? Or if, if we're in love, how can he be in love with anybody else if we're in love? If he loves me, he wouldn't sleep with anybody else. Um, so they have a very different mind frame. At least Susie does. Rachel didn't really talk about how she was feeling, honestly, really. Um, but yeah, Rachel gets back to the house and the villa or whatever you want to call it, the room. And uh, it's awkward. Susie's fucking losing her mind, which I get. I get it. Um, and then Gabby gets the second one-on-one. Or, the, yeah, the second one-on-one fantasy suite, which makes Susie lose her mind even more, right? She's waiting. She's waiting. She's like, I don't know what kind of relationship Clayton has with these other girls. I don't know. I don't know, like, how far they're going in the fantasy suite. Um, and in a weird way, she she almost it, it almost sounds like she wants them to tell her. Like she kind yeah, of like, like, yeah, like yeah. 
Like nobody's telling me. And they're, they are all, they are pretty tight knit final three. Like they all get along. They all do seem friendly, but yeah, like, yeah, they're not kissing and telling. Mm -mm. No, they're not, which I think is a good thing, but in a weird way, it would have been like Sarah, Cassidy, Shanae. Oh, they would have been like, oh yeah, (laughs) we did this position. What'd you do first? Like, (laughs) that's a fantasy three episode. I was one. That would be the most dramatic fantasy episode. Oh, but yeah, they're being very respectful, right? They're being respectful of each other and all the relationships. Uh, so we move into Gabby's date. Uh, so on brand, right? For Gabby, just like a fun. Um, I loved like, her. I loved her opening line. She's like hoping for whale watching on an Icelandic cruise with champagne, but then she ended up getting fucking four wheeling on a side by side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So just on brand, like it's just a fun date for her. You know, she just, she doesn't take things serious. And I think that's good, but it's also like, you kind of have to on The Bachelor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like they haven't had too many. I mean, she did talk about her, you know, her, her mom and like, you know, some of her past relationships mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, which is really deep. But as far as their relationship goes, they haven't talked a ton. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is just a very bubbly date. Uh, they go into the night portion of the date. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. Great did you notice, conversation. Did you notice that during the diner date, though, they were wearing orange and blue? Let's go. Oh, I didn't even notice. Did, yeah, he had the <laughs> orange sweater. Notice. She was wearing the blue. It looked like they were going to a Bronco game. So that's fucking great. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, like you said, like, yeah, there's, <laughs> is that, is that just a lustful relationship? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a very, he obviously enjoys her company a ton. Um, they have a lot of fun together. And I do think there is a connection of chemistry, but it's just, it's so much different than what he has with Rachel, right? It's just so much different than mm-hmm. what he has with Rachel. So yeah, Rachel yeah. seems like long, like long-term, like, yeah, this one seems just like short fun. Just, yeah, we say that, but then he does tell her he's falling in love with her, you know? Yeah. Um, and she is very excited to hear that, and- you know, just like Rachel. And I think he made uh, the comment with Gabby. Uh, sl- they they they're both slow to open up, but they're exactly where they need to be. Mm-hmm. That, like mm-hmm. that was perfect, spot on. Yeah. No, like, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, so obviously she's very confident as well in their relationship. And so what's weird to me is Clayton is having this internal battle, right? They kind of show him between fantasy suites oh, of he's... him hurting and being like. I didn't expect this. I didn't plan on falling in love with three people, but here I am. Like I am in love with three people. So again, like, he doesn't I doesn't want to hurt anybody. Obvious. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's obviously doing this to hurt anybody or to be the most dramatic season ever. Like I genuinely think he is in love with these three girls, these three women. And he has played with hard. fire and now he's on fire at this point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I don't know what changed because all of a sudden he's like, I'm opening up completely. And he's like, I'm not holding back anymore, you know? And I'm like, hold back a little bit, bro. Like, hold <laughs> back a little bit, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, they go to the fantasy suite. Um, also seem like they have a great time in there. Um, cute little breakfast in bed morning. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, seem, sweet little goodbyes. It's just like crazy. He's screaming. Yeah, it's just, he has an ability to compartmentalize these fucking relationships maybe better than any lead I've seen because yeah. he genuinely like is in love. And, and when he's with those, that the woman, the woman, 
he's just like with them and it seems like everything else disappears. He's so, super present. Yeah, he's almost embracing the, being the lead more than you maybe should. Like, have some, you know what I mean? Like, he is feeling so, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got three beautiful women in love with me. Um, I love them all too. I like. Yeah, he's, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't expect this. He's oh, gonna have a show on TLC, like the uh, the the thruple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel for him a little bit, man. Um, I love yeah, Gabby. Yeah, I was going to say, I loved it when Gabby walked back in the room <laughs> because she so tried to make it man. so like lighthearted. I know she tried. Su- Susie, you have a bedhead. What? I know. It's all over the place. How's she it look now? It's <laughs> 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 just like, yeah, looks fucking awesome, Gabby. Oh, man. So brutal. God, is, I, so- I am very happy I didn't have to deal with that because that's an awkward fucking moment, man. It's, it's fucking evil by the producers, man. Uh, brutal like hey go hang out with your girlfriends who are fucking your boyfriend what and you know it <laughs> brutal man so guess Susie Susie doesn't know it yet though not, but she has an inkling I feel like yeah, definitely thinks, yeah, <laughs> I think she knows but I feel for Susie man she's losing it man she's losing it she's the last fantasy suite she, I feel like she tries to embrace the day portion right I mean she seems to be in it well she you was know, the she most excited of all the girls mm-hmm. Yeah. She first saw it, and she couldn't even f- run fight in that wind. Yeah, yeah, the wind was brutal. <laughs> but she seems genuinely like, okay, I'm going to be present as possible, at least in the daytime portion of it. Um, what did they even do? I can't even. They did um, the geothermal waters. Oh, that's right. Like, like kind of like, uh, like cold yeah. mist, the sauna, cold plunge, body scrubs. That's right. That's right. They did like the body scrubs, the cold mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, a very sexual date, pretty sexual date. They're rubbing on each other. They're like, yeah, yeah they zoomed yeah. into the parts. Uh, yeah, Clayton, very much so. Clayton didn't get a Ben Higgins edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did zoom in though, and they 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 it was a very that was very sexual date than the other dates for sure. Susie looks um, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's got to be dying at this point. He's super excited for the night portion. I feel like <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's very excited. Um. And I think he was oh. not expecting what happened at dinner. And I, let's get into this because this is where I want to talk a lot about because fuck man, I get both sides of this, right? So basically to summarize this broadly and then we'll get you know deeper into it. Susie's upset that Well, well Susie's upset that she and that Clayton didn't protect what they had for her their connection if i mean he pretty much opened the night saying that he loved her like yeah, yeah, that, that was the first she... real love like i i love you almost damn near yeah yeah he said at one point he said i love you the most yeah it's a really weird line to <laughs> that was say very, very <laughs> awkward like, like very um... weird line to say i love the other girls but i love you the most oh <laughs> man i get he what he was a, trying yeah. to get across to her he was basically begging her to stay but he's yeah man that was a rough line i love you the most oh that's mm-hmm. a rough line but basically she's not only mad yeah she's mad that he slept with the other girls but she's also mad that he was in love with other girls how can he be in love with them and be in love with her how can he yeah. sleep with them and be in love with her which i get that i get that but then on the other side right you have clayton who's like if this was such a deal breaker for you you should have told me if this sexual intimacy or whatever was, was such a deal, you should have given, she's like, I didn't want to give you the ultimatum. And basically he was like, you should have. And to me, 
that's Clayton being like, you're it. You're my number one. If you would have said, don't sleep with the yeah. other girl because we're over if that happens, I don't think he sleeps with the other girl. I, and I also think, like I said earlier, like this comes back to bite him in the ass, but like he didn't open up very much with her. We all understand like it's, you got to open up. You got to be quick. Your time is short on the show. But now it's like the role kind of flipped on him a little bit here to where he needed. He didn't like give her any inkling because like starting off the date saying he loved her. She was taken aback by it because she he hasn't been very expressive or open with her. So I, th- and I think not, that's, like, that's I, what the, the, her for the loop. But what did she expect it, him to say? I love you two weeks ago. Like, I don't know what she expected. Or, I don't, I don't or think falling, there's nothing. I'm maybe not like, Clayton. I'm feeling you. I did. There was something like, missing there know. that she that didn't connect with her. I guess not. But I don't, but sometimes this happens. Look at Greg last season with Katie. Or Like, you can't, as the lead, you can't expect the lead to say, I love you. You shouldn't expect it. It might happen, but you shouldn't expect it. And I think she expected it. Well, so well, listen, I don't. Claire, Claire fell in love day one and just quit the show. First time in twenty sixteen. So. I know. First time in twenty sixteen. But I don't think there's like a team Clayton, a team Susie in this. I really don't. No. I see both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, Clayton though, like he panicked, man. He panicked, and when she basically, I mean, said, she just like, she just basically stood for her her expectations, beliefs, and she wasn't compromising her her values really. Right, but I do think she should have expressed to him that this was a deal breaker. Yeah. And I know there's going to be people out there being like, you should never sleep with somebody else if you're in love with somebody else. But like I just said, this is a obviously unique but this experience is the situation show. where you and, and what does she think she was signing up for? And I hate using that line because people I hate yeah. that line, but it's true. But also, like you, you need. To, he even said it. He's like, I need. I wasn't. I have strong feelings for these other women. I need to exhaust the possibilities. Mm-hmm. I need to know. And he's like, physical intimacy is a good thing. And I agree. Like, what if he picks Susie and this, their intimacy is terrible? Then he's like, oh, fuck. I should have picked. I should have slept with Rachel Gap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't blame. I know I'm switching Gap. shows here, but then it's almost like the shaken deep, deep part on Love is Blind. Like, they were, there was no fucking connection there. And like, you know, what would you want in that? In that, if you don't have the intimacy, like you just said, like. Yeah. So. I don't because then Clayton. that would Susie, that would destroy Susie so much more later on down the road, and exactly. Clayton would be living a lie. Yeah, and I, I listen. I know there's going to be a lot of slut shamers out there with Clayton, but I don't blame Clayton. Like, if you're about to propose somebody, you have sex with them. Like, you do, in my opinion. Like, you 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 check the physical intimacy, and he. I think at this point, he like as much as I think now, Susie was number one. By the way, he reacted oh. to all of this. I genuinely think maybe he, bag. yeah, and maybe that's because he slept with Rachel and Gabby and realized no, Susie's the one. You know what if that's the case? It's it's just a very hard situation. But where I think so, had they finished right there, right? They were sitting down at the dinner. Had they finished, Susie walks off. Clearly, it's not going to work at that point. That would have been the end of it. And I think both of them. First of all, I think. Clayton walks out of there like a little and un- not uh, yeah unscathed, and Susie's the next bachelorette. Like I think if they had to finish the conversation there, boom, that's it. But then Susie goes back almost to Clayton, right? Susie goes back to Clayton in a weird way, and is like, I don't know, I changed my mind, 
Like now I've thought about it and what you were saying makes sense. Like I, it was a weird moment of her being like, "Uh Oh, I might get sent home. Let me backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, she was kind of like, I wish I would have said something to you and like expressed my thoughts about fantasy suite and like our relationship. And if you have sex with other women, it ruins our relationship. But at this point, Clayton seemed to be checked out, right? Like he just seems fucking checked out. Yeah. Like he's, he's angry. Like he gets angry. He is. Yeah. He, he was, yeah, he's got his he back showed, against the wall and he can't, he's like now swinging. Like he feels so cornered. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. He starts swinging and for a woman who he apparently loves more than the others and who I think is his number one. He did not show much compassion, man. I got it. Like, listen, we've had Clayton's back a lot, and I think Clayton's a very good dude. But mm-hmm. in this moment, and I think he'll admit it, he was not at his best. And I think he showed zero compassion to Susie in this moment, man. He was just almost tearing into her, man. And she was, like, burying her soul. Yeah. And it, it, you could just see her fighting. Like, she, you could see everything she, she wanted to stay so bad. But, like, her nonverbals were saying that. Her words just were not, like... Yeah, everyone handles that so differently, and like that was a real life moment. Like that was there was that was not scripted at all. No, that Mm. was completely raw. And And I think that does have to be really hard. Like, I don't. I I mean, how would you handle like that kind of a situation? Like, you you have no time to process that, and your cameras around you. Well, I honestly, you know what I think I would have done is what Katie did. Like, Katie straight up fucking begged Greg to stay like she was on her knees remember that she was like on her knees I almost feel like Clayton was kind of begging though because he was like you you can't throw this away for that like he yeah you're giving up yeah yeah like he's like I want someone to fight for me as much as I fought for like is it he's he has been like in his own way like yeah as far as he can Mm -hmm. as much as he can being a lead of a show we're trying to protect everyone else it's, and I think yeah, I this think, is just so shitty to watch this one. It was hard to watch, man, because I think they had, I think she was the one for him, at least in his head at that moment, um, which could be make it really hard for the end here, the last episode. But I don't. It's, I think Susie didn't expect Clayton to react the way he did either. Like I think she was going to express no. the way she did, it, and it was still going to be okay. They were going to work it out, and. She wasn't going to go home. I think she did not think she was going to go home. I thought maybe she thought they weren't going to go to the fantasy suites and she would still get a rose come rose ceremony. But for her to just straight up go home shocked her, I think, and hurt her. Yeah. Um, but again, like, I don't think there's a right and a wrong in this situation. I don't like, I don't either. I get both sides. Yeah, it's hard, but I get, I do, yeah. I get both sides. Both of them are right. Mm hmm. In all honesty, yeah, they're both, both of them are right in their right way. Everybody handles. You know, sexual like the fantasy suites differently, and sex with other people differently, and like so. I don't. There's no right or wrong in the situation. The only thing I think I wish both of them would have done differently was I wish Clayton would have showed compassion there at the end. He didn't even hug her, man. He didn't even hug her goodbye. Yeah. You or, know, or just like in that moment, step away, take the night, come back together yeah. the next morning. Like talk to her the next day at the rose ceremony. You know, pull her yeah. away at the rose ceremony and talk to her because or go over there in the middle of the night like Mm -hmm. he let his anger boil boil over a little bit and i think it's gonna it's not gonna be a good look i think he knows that though and i think he's gonna 
apologize, apologize, apologize. Um, and I think Susie's going to get her. I do. I do that, think Susie's that conversation honestly was going nowhere. It was just going in circles and it was like, and I think, yeah, he just felt defensive. I feel like, like, I right, let's just go. You're, you're done. I'm done. Let's just yeah. end it here. And I think, I think that that conversation probably went on a lot longer than we saw. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we just saw a few minutes of it when it probably lasted an hour. So I could see why he maybe get frustrated, but still, man, you got to show compassion to the woman you love. I don't know. It was brutal to watch, but I will say this, man. I think Susie's going to get her bachelorette moment after the final rose. And I think she is our next bachelorette. I do. Oh, 100%. I genuinely do. I think she's going to get her moment. I mean, we'll see. Cause I don't know how, cause we'll talk about the preview, but there's some, some Gabby there with, Clayton and Gabby go at it pretty hard, but mm-hmm. I think I think Clayton's going to apologize to Susie. Susie's going to have her moment, and I think she's our next Bachelorette after the final rose. So we'll see. Could be wrong. Um, yeah, but it was hard to watch, man. And it ended with him closing that fucking SUV door and her, you know, crying in the limo and, and riding off. Um, so we know our final two. Um, I thought Susie yeah. was going to be F two, and I think obviously I think she was fucking F one. Had things. After seeing this tonight, she was a hundred percent the win. Like, yeah, she would have won this. See, but I didn't feel that way about Greg really. When, when, but I feel that way about Susie and Clayton. I don't know what it is. I think, I think it's just because this is the most emotions we've seen from Clayton maybe all season. Like the way he was like panic mode. Like, no, 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 don't give up on us. Like, this is why I did it. Like, don't, yeah. So it's crazy to watch, but. We'll see next week, baby. We got we got down to two. Um, the preview is wild. Clayton tells both of them. Not only has he been intimate with both, but he's in love with them both. They don't seem to take it well. They seem to be no pretty distraught over it. Um, Gabby looks to be l- l- yelling at Clayton at one point. Yeah, she goes in hard in on him. Uh, his dad goes in on him several times. It looks like dude to a point where he's like. Oh man, it's going to be a rough, rough finale for Clayton. And yeah, it's going to be interesting. So we shall see. We shall see. But uh, tune in. We'll be back next week, guys. Tune in uh, for the finale. And um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.